Now then, welcome to the Social Media Podcast. How are you doing? This is Simon Scholes here, founder and creative director of Perception Studios. Thank you very much, as always, for joining me. Uh, today, as always, we're going to be listening to the audio back from this morning's Days Confused and Generally Buggered, which is my daily live video, which I'm putting out all the time at the moment to try and help answer your social media and video questions that you have uh, burning inside you right now during this craziness that we're all called lockdown and COVID-19. Uh, don't forget, if you are interested, you can sponsor the live daily broadcast and all the content that comes from it, including this podcast, uh, for a weekly basis. So please do get in touch if you're interested in that. My email address is in the section below. And without further ado, shall we get started? The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints and great content ideas. Good morning. How are you diddling? Excellent. Me too. Thank you very much for asking. Welcome to another episode of Dazed, Confused and Generally Buggered. I hope you're well. I hope you are uh, going to enjoy today's broadcast. Um, it's the same message on a Saturday as it always has been, and we'll go over that in just a minute. But if you don't know what these live broadcasts are all about, uh, basically this is your chance to have your social media and video questions answered by me. I'm Simon Scholes, the founder and creative director of This Bad Boy right here, Perception Studios, and we're an award-winning visual marketing agency based in the UK, and we help brands and businesses create content that helps them stand out on their social media be it video, animation work, aerial stuff, photography, graphics, all sorts of kind of stuff. And that's really interesting to make. But also a few years ago, it became quite obvious to me that smaller businesses don't necessarily have the budget to get that kind of stuff created on a regular basis. But social media being such a powerful tool, what could they use to create content themselves, to get their brand known by more people, to give value and get more people following them so that when it comes to them potentially selling on social media, those people are most likely going to become a customer. So I created the how to nine times your social media process, which is a really easy process. Any business can go through. It doesn't even have to be just small businesses and they can create content on an ongoing basis for free. Now, as a northerner, as a Yorkshireman, that is my favorite four letter word. I have some of the favorites, which I slip into now and again, but that one's probably one of my most favorite free F R double E not the number. Um, I'm not speaking incoherently. Um, so yeah, if you want to know how to make free content, it's so simple. You can download my book if you like, or watch my daily videos, which I'm doing every single day. And like I say, answering your questions as well. So whether you are watching right now on Instagram live, where I'm just uh, waving hello to a few people, hello to Stella, hello to Heidi, hello to Ed, hello to Jay and Danny. Hello, Danny, not seen you in ages. And Christine as well. And anybody else who's watching on Twitch, Periscope, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, where we're live at the moment as well. Um, that's awesome. Uh, so yeah, ask your questions, whatever questions you want to be uh, asking, just chuck them out to me and we'll do our best to answer them this morning. Hello to Miles as well, who's uh, tuned in on Facebook. Thank you very much for joining us, Miles. Okay, so today's content. It's one of those ones where it's, it's obvious, and I, I, I say this every single Saturday, social media doesn't work a five-day week. So many people right now will not be thinking about putting any content out on social media for their brand or for their business. And those brands and businesses who forget the weekend actually exists and only do social media from Monday to Friday are missing out on a huge opportunity. And I mean a massive opportunity. More people are using social media on a weekend, not less people. 
more people lay in bed and go, oh, I'll just have a bit of a scroll and see what's going on. Because the whole of the week, they've been working. They get home, they've got to look after the kids, they've got to sort out the house, they've got to sort out for the next day, whatever it may be. Then they sit down on the sofa and they can't be bothered. They watch a bit of TV, scroll a little bit through their social media, but don't really pay any attention to what anybody's saying. Then on a weekend, it's downtime. It's a chance to actually consume what people have been saying. So why would you not want to talk to those people? That would be that would be crazy, wouldn't it? Unfortunately, just quickly here, uh, somebody's asked to be on my Instagram live. I'm really sorry, but I I can't put you on my Instagram live because then they won't see you on on there, um, which is everybody else. So I do apologise. Anyway, so weekends are a great opportunity for you to be creating content. Why would you not be creating content on a weekend to talk to people? Because there's a bigger audience. Those people who have been at work, and let's face it, there are still people who are working right now. Even though we're in this strange situation, this lockdown situation where you're going out maybe once or twice a day to do some exercise and do a little bit of shopping, um, and you're going one way around Tesco's. And yes, I know you're probably one of those people who go the wrong way down one of the aisles. Well, turn around and go back the right way, uh, rant over. Um, but anyway, we're not all getting out very often, but there are still people who are going to work every single day. My wife is one of them. She's an NHS key worker. She is at work every single day. Well, Monday to Saturday, she gets Sundays off. So for those people who are working every single day, the weekend is their opportunity to relax, to consume content on their phones, on their computers, on their laptops, whatever it may be. Now, that means there's more people using content and consuming content on a weekend. So you've con let people consume your content Monday to Friday, but there's a bigger audience on a weekend, and it's the weekend, so people are more likely to spend. During the week, they still have that work mindset on, even when we're not all working at the moment. We still have that Monday to Friday mindset on. On a weekend, there's that potential that you may be thinking, oh, that's a nice outfit, I might get that. Don't necessarily do that during the week, not so much, but on a weekend, our mindset, our buying mindset is completely different. So think about creating content on a weekend, and it doesn't have to mean that you're on social media all the time. It doesn't mean you have to sit there and people consume your content consistently. You don't have to be posting as much as always, but to be posting at all on a weekend would be advantageous right now if you're not posting anything because that new audience could potentially see your content. Your current audience could share it with their audience, and those people who wouldn't normally consume it on a weekday could see it on a Saturday or a Sunday and start consuming what it is you've got to say. And don't forget, people can share content on every platform. Don't let people fool you into thinking they can't. You can share on Snapchat, you can share on TikTok, you can share on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, you can share it on. So if you're on Instagram Live right now, you can share this live with other people, or once it's gone live, then you can share the IGTV, um, which will be posted afterwards. Or if you want to share somebody's content that's actually sat in their feed, you could share it on your Instagram story. When it's sat in your feed, there's a little aeroplane. Click on the aeroplane. It means you can share their content to your Instagram story for 24 hours so your audience can also get value from it. So don't let anybody tell you there's no way of sharing content on all platforms because there is. It's just most people are too lazy to pick up the mouse, to slide it ever so slightly to one side and click share or move their thumb ever so slightly to one side and click share. 
don't be that person. Start sharing everybody's content, get interactive, but the weekend is a great time to be creating content for your brand and for your business. And if you're not doing it, get on it right now. There's a huge opportunity for whatever business you're in, whatever kind of brand you, you run, whatever kind of business you run, every business could be creating content on the weekend. Even you could just like create like a quiz but you could make it a quiz about what it is that you do, or maybe maybe make it a quiz about the content that you've been putting out over the week. Um, or you could put out polls, or you could just post a silly dance that you guys did in the office or over Zoom the other day. <clears throat> Whatever it might be, it's just a bit of fun content for a weekend for people to consume, for people to share, for that potential of more people to follow you and get value from what it is that you do and that you're a voice of authority in. So don't sit on your laurels. Don't sit there and think, oh, well, I've, I've done Monday to Friday. I've, I've worked a five-day week. Don't need to do the weekend. You do. Maybe not as much as you would during the week because you want to have a weekend. You want some time off. But just don't forget there is an audience there waiting to consume your content on the weekend. Why the hell do you think I'm doing these lives on a weekend? Because I want people to consume my content on a weekend as well. There's a reason. There's a thinking behind it. And I, I practice what I preach. Okay. So yeah, get content creating on a weekend. I want to see your content. Let me know whatever channel you're watching on right now. Comment below. Once you've posted something this weekend, post a link to it. I want to see your content this weekend. Get it out there. I want to see more of it. Even if you're watching on the replay, Get your content links in the comments. I want to see your content this weekend. That would be really cool. Uh, hello to AJ, who's just uh, joined in as well. Um, thank you very much for watching us on Instagram Live. Uh, right, we're going to go to your questions then this morning. Um, I think I've preached on at you enough that it's the weekend and you should be creating content. And I do this every Saturday. Don't worry. It's not just this Saturday that I'm telling you off. I tell people off every Saturday for not creating content. So don't worry about it. Okay, right. Questions. Have we got any questions on Instagram at the moment? Nothing there right now um, and nothing on the uh, normal questions, but we've had some emails in. Okay, Dario, cool name. Um, I'm a chef, musician, photographer and entrepreneur. Okay, um, I'm having trouble building a client base and a social media following. What do you recommend? No shit, Sherlock. Oh my God. Blimey. Okay. That probably came across a little bit harsher than I meant it to. You're doing too many things. If you're creating content on across all those genres, it's too much. Absolutely too much. Unless you're a singing chef who takes photographs of his food. D no. Calm it down. Just rein it back in again. Which one of those things is the one that you enjoy doing the most? I'm not telling you to stop doing all those other things. What I'm telling you is what's the one that you enjoy creating the content for the most? You've obviously created content for all of them because you're struggling to build a client base. Not a surprise in the slightest because they don't know what it is that you do. So niche it down. Is cooking your favorite thing? Do you love being a chef? Is making music your favorite thing? Is being a photographer your favorite thing? Whichever one of those things is your favorite thing, forget about being an entrepreneur. Everybody's a fucking entrepreneur at the moment. No, they're not. Until you start making money from it, you're not an entrepreneur anyway. Um, just concentrate on the three things. So chef, musician, photographer. Which one of those things is your favorite to create content for? Once you know which one's your favorite to create content for, then create content for that and only that. Give value. If it's the cooking, then 
teach people how to make meals on a budget or teach people how to make Michelin star meals, whatever it is that you are specialist in, stick to that and start creating content on that. If you're a musician, show people how you create your content, how you write songs, show people you sing in, how good you are, all that kind of stuff, like other people do on social media. Let's face it, some of the biggest stars of the moment were found on social media. If you're a photographer, teach people how to take photos, teach people about lighting, teach people about what the different functions do on their cameras, because so many people don't know how to use their camera. They get a DSLR given for Christmas and they just fumble around until they get the right settings and take a photo. We'll teach them about aperture and exposure and what an ISO is and the speed of the lens, all those kind of things that people want to learn. So decide which one you enjoy making content for the most and then stick to it. Don't muddy the waters. Don't confuse your potential client base by saying, I do this, 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 and this. Now, if somebody wants to become a client and you're a cook, then you could say, and once you've started building up that emotional connection with them and that, that actual rapport with the customer, then you could say, oh, yeah, I'm also a photographer or I'm a musician. What kind of stuff do you enjoy doing? Because people want to be spoken to, but they want to be heard as well. So don't just speak at people. Always sit and listen. But, yeah, concentrate on which one you're going to do first. Narrow it down a bit. You just you a massive expanse of, of knowledge and you're just confusing your potential client base. And that's why you're, you're, you're struggling with a client base and social media following because they don't know what the hell you're doing. They have no idea. They don't know, they don't know what you're trying to do. Um, so, yeah, stick to, stick to what you're good at and what you enjoy making content on. Hopefully that's helped, Dario. And, uh, yeah, don't mean to be too harsh. Um, okay, next question. Let's have a quick look if anybody's uh, been in touch on any of the other channels. Not at the moment, but there are people watching, which is great. Say hello in the comments, whatever platform you're on at the moment. Uh, hello to Ali. Um, I'd like to know the difference between asking and running my business. How can I be promoting and running my business without constantly asking? Easily. I've, I speak about this every day. Organic is one thing completely different to paid. So if you're going to build an organic brand, build an organic business, then you can give value all the time. Sell pens, for an example. I'm selling pens. I'm the best pen seller there is. But I'm not going to sell pens on my content. I'm going to give you the value of the pens. This pen never runs out. It's got a great nib. It does this. It's ergonomic. It's ideal for left-handers, whatever. But give all the value about the pen. Don't necessarily point out that the pen's available in your store. Just talk about the pen. People will then see enough of your content to understand that that is what you're a specialist in. Then they will go, right, okay, I'm going to follow them. And then they'll get more value. And then they'll go, they've got all these links in their description boxes. I think I'll go and have a look and see what it is that they do. And then they come to your website and potentially buy one of your pens. Or you could do all of that and also do paid for content where you have an ad specifically created for you by a creative agency like us or whoever's local to you and they will create that content so that it stands out so that it's something special so that you can say these are the pens i'm selling right now and people click on the link go through to your website and make a purchase so there's two different ends to it but you don't always need to be asking to get people to buy into what it is that you do don't ask all the time. Give. Give loads of value and then eventually ask. Don't ask instantly. You wouldn't ask somebody to marry you just because you bumped into them on the street. 
You wouldn't go into a gym and expect to walk out looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger after one training session. It takes hard work, a bit of connection, a bit of actual uh, back and forth before they're potentially going to become a customer. People need, used to need seven touch points. Now we live in this social media age, it's more like 15, 16 touch points. That means you have to be front of mind and contacting them or speaking to them on at least 16 occasions before, if you're a brand new brand, they'll even consider buying from you. That's a huge amount of contact, but it's not as much as it could be when you think about the platforms that we have. And that doesn't mean you necessarily need to be specifically reaching out to them. They just need to see your brand at touch point. So if you've got an advert that they see a couple of times, that's two of those touch points. So just think about the content you're creating, but you don't need to always be asking. You don't need to be always ask, asking. That just pisses people off. Okay, let's have a quick look. Um, hello to uh, Kuza again, who's uh, watching right now on Instagram Live. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, tried to join us earlier on. And uh, the chosen Juan uh, from Arizona, I'm guessing, um, who's watching on Twitch. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, okay, Sarah question from her if you've got any questions by the way those new people who are watching the broadcast right now anything about social media or video drop them into the comments i'll do my best to answer them uh, before we come to the end of today's broadcast okay sarah i'm new to your stuff stuff but i've seen you've got subtitles on your content why and how do you do them <clears throat> okay gone over this a few times why do i have subtitles because not everybody is necessarily a able to hear or B, able to watch content with the sound on. Not everybody has a pair of headphones. Not everybody is watching content in a place where they should necessarily be watching content. I know a lot of people will, not, not right now, but in the, back in the day and in the future, obviously, they're in the office, the boss is in, they don't want the boss to know they're watching a video, but they don't have any headphones, so they can't plug anything in, but they want to watch the content, but they want to get the value of what's been said. So how do they do that? They read the captions, they read the subtitles. So that's why people put subtitles onto their content because it removes a level of friction. People or more people to the point are able to consume your content, are able to consume what it is that you've got to say within your value-driven content. So be it you standing up and telling a bunch of jokes, those jokes are written in subtitles. Right, fingers crossed, I'm back live. Can't guarantee anything there, but hopefully I am. We've not gone off live on Instagram, but we went off live on everything else. Um, <laughs> yes. Thank you, Ed. Rest in peace. I don't know what happened there. Uh, apparently, my Wi-Fi went down, but it hadn't, so I don't really know. Um, right. Okay. Back to the questions. Um, so, Sarah was asking about subtitles. So, yes, people want to watch content, but actually consume the value. They might not necessarily be able to hear it but they can still consume the value that you've got to give via the subtitles that you've put in your content. So that's why I put captions onto my content. I don't put it onto the long-form content like this because, well, it would cost me a small fortune, to be perfectly honest with you, uh, because my broadcast is like 30 minutes long, um, and it's $1.25 a minute for a perfect um, for a perfect transcription, which is what you'd need for this length content. So I don't put it on these, but I do put it on my short content. Uh, the ones that go on these are just the automated ones um, that you're potentially seeing. Facebook do do automated ones, so do YouTube. You can dive in and edit them, or you can use a platform like I use, which is rev.com. The link is in my pants. Go into the description box on whatever platform you're on 
um, and you'll be able to see the um, the link for Rev. It's my personal affiliate link, which means you'll get some money off if you use them. Um, and I'll get a little bit of money back onto my account for next time as well, which is really cool. So that would be awesome if you want to use my link in the section below. Um, and yeah, what they'll do is for $1.25 a minute on a piece of content, they will create pretty much a 98, 99% <coughs> correct caption file for you to upload to your content so that people can then read what it is that you're saying. You can do it for cheaper. There is a cheaper option on there called the rough draft, uh, but it's only right about 80% of the time because it's created by artificial intelligence rather than a human sitting down and correcting what the AI has already done for them. So you you pay horses for courses. It's 25 cents a minute for the rough draft version and $1.25 a minute for the perfect version. It depends on whether you've got the skill set to edit it yourself. If you don't, maybe go for the perfect version. Or if you do have the skill set to edit yourself, go for the rough version. Or even more so, if you know somebody who can do it for you, still go for the rough version and get them to correct it as they're editing your content, whichever way. But that's how I do it. And that's why I do it, Sarah. Hopefully that answers your question. Let's have a quick look, see who's on the comments. Um, Ed was uh, wishing he was watching on Instagram now because obviously I'd gone off for a bit down and you missed so much on the on the live on um, on Instagram as well. There was so much going on. It was, uh, you missed loads. <laughs> so uh, let's go back here. Rightio. Uh, right, next question. Paula, do you use email marketing? Okay. Yes, I do. Is that all you want? I don't know. Um, I'll tell you why. Okay, so yes, I do use email marketing. Um, I send an email as often as I remember to send it. It should be weekly. I'm pretty bad at getting it out there. And no, email marketing is a huge opportunity, especially at the moment. Um, and my email marketing is generally just a mix of some of my better content from the week. Um, also, what's been happening during the week. So I give a little bit of news. Um, I do some secret content for those people who are signed up to the newsletter and nobody else. Um, and I also introduce people to an online game that they can play to try and kill some time, especially at the moment because people want to kill time. So, yes, I do use email marketing. And most people, if they sign up and, and download my free book, so my book is free at the moment. You can download my book. Um, let me just get the link and I'll put it into the into the comments. One second. Here we go. So this is a link to my you can download free. So that link takes you to a special page, which people fill in their details and they say yes or no to signing up to my newsletter. Even if they say no, they still get my book for free and never have to hear from me again. But if they say yes, then they'll get my newsletter now and again haphazardly when I remember to send it. Um, and I don't really sell through my email newsletter. It's not something that I put a lot of sales messages into uh, because that's not what it's for. It's just for a line of communication and to say hello and give you more value. But yes, I do use email marketing. Um, probably not as much as I should do. Um, but I do use it. So that's that's my answer to your question, Paula. And it is it is a powerful tool if it's used correctly. Um, you don't get the same open rates that you used to get back in the day. Back in the day, I, when I first started doing email marketing, I was getting about 60 or 70% open rates. That was about four years ago. Nowadays, about 25%, which is still pretty good, to be fair. Um, but yeah, it's a little bit lower than it, than it used to be. 
but whatever. Um, hello to Wilder, who's just joined us on the Instagram Live. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, okay, final question. Unless any of you guys have got any questions, stick them into the comments on whatever platform you're watching, be it Twitch, Periscope, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram Live, uh, wherever you're watching, drop me a comment. Drop me a question. I'll answer it today or tomorrow on the live tomorrow. Okay, question from Stephen. I've started doing live videos like you do once a week. Should I think about starting a podcast too? You already have, Stephen. That's the simple answer to that one. Now, you might think I'm crazy, but I'm not. Honestly, bear with me. So you've started doing live videos. Now, unless your live videos are very visually based, I don't know for sure because I don't know exactly what content you're creating, but unless they are hugely visually based, which is probably unlikely, then you already have a podcast. The content you are doing live, like I've got this live broadcast right here with a quick bit of editing, taking that piece out from the middle where we went off live, I have a podcast. This audio from this live video can be my podcast, and it will be my podcast tonight. And what I'll do is I'll download this video so I can turn it into more content. But one of those pieces of content I turn it into is by taking the audio off it and putting it into my file, turning it into a podcast and uploading it to SoundCloud. SoundCloud then puts it on Google Music. It puts it on, on Google Podcasts, sorry. It puts it onto iTunes, it puts it onto Spotify, puts it into a whole bunch of other places. Thank you, Mr. Motorbike, for going by. Um, and loads of other people get to consume the content on just an audio basis. So don't think of it as starting a podcast. Think of it as creating a podcast channel and using what you've already got. And you've already done live videos, so you've already got a bunch of podcasts ready to go. Take the audio off those live videos and get them used as your podcasts straight away. You don't have to have a fancy intro. You don't have to have a fancy outro. It doesn't need to be edited perfectly, just audio with the value that you've already given. So put it out there, get people to consume it. And um, yeah, good luck. I mean, that's the thing. You, you really do. You don't have to make loads and loads of content. You can just do certain little things and turn those into multiple pieces of content. You can do video without being on camera. You can create a podcast without having to sit down and just record one into a microphone straight away. You can create images with um, text over them like memes without having to necessarily come up with what you're going to put on as a meme every single time. It's not as hard as it might seem. You just have to think a little bit outside the box and start making the content you're already creating work harder for you. That's the, the big thing, really. Anyway, right. Um, we have no questions on Instagram right now. Let's have a quick peek on here, see if we've got any questions here. Uh, no, no questions here either, which is good. Excellent. Must mean I've answered everything so far. Um, so... I'm going to disappear. I'm going to go finish off my brew, enjoy the rest of my Saturday morning while he's still napping because uh, he's in work at the moment. And I will catch you guys tomorrow for another live. Fingers crossed, no dropout then. Uh, if you are brand new to these um, particular lives or to this channel, please hit subscribe whatever channel that you're watching on right now, be it on Instagram or Twitch or wherever you're watching. Hit that follow, like, subscribe button. And then, um, of course, if you're watching on the replay or even watching live, hit share on the channel that you're watching on. Share this content with your audience. Help it get to a wider base. Let's make sure that more small businesses, more brands get out the other side of this shitstorm and still have a business and a brand in place. 
Thank you so much for watching as always. And until more tomorrow, stay safe and have a good rest of your Saturday. I was going to say weekend, but it's not quite Sunday yet. So good rest of your Saturday. Have a good one. Bye. This was a Perception Studios production.